Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice. Come on. Come on, y'all. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, is God good to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, he is. And I and, and I and I can only attribute it to one thing. It's it's just been a turnaround in my life. It's it's been me finally making decision to see what all God has for me. But at the same time, trying to be more God want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not saying I got it right right now because I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But you know it's a process, and I've 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 grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at Him, and I was going, "Okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the Creator." You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different. And the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. 
And that is not my right or position to judge, but to be uh, of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer, there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. So you understand that? That's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man, I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I I can't tell you how it's paid off because now God's mercy and grace is all over me because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him. But I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming, hating. Trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, when you're blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, That means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, the word pro a lot of times when you put it in front of something means positiveness. So now, 
a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing. It ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What what, what, what he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how I've decided to open today's show. Ain't, ain't really no rhyme, no reason. I, I just, I'm going, whichever one of these old ass songs come to my mind. Papa was a rolling stone. Just like that. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. All who he left just was alone. Say it again. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left just was alone. Shirley Strawberry. Good Welcome morning. Happy Friday, Steve. Crazy. Happy man. it is to the one and only Kyle <laughs> Pharrell. You better sing the mighty temptations, baby. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> yes, he gonna make me tip. Oh, yes. yes, you better woo. You better woo. <laughs> Just my imagination. Yes. That damn kill space, better known as Joe. Boy, Uncle, I felt that never, boy. I felt like we talking about your dad. <laughs> God, dog. <laughs> never had it. He was NBA. Never. Not ER. Never had a chance to see. Never heard nothing but bad things about him. Yes. Mama, I'm depending on you. Tell me the truth. Dennis. Mama just hung her head down and said, Papa was a rolling stone. <laughs> Jay Anthony Brown. Give me one, Jay. Come Where on. Give me one. he laid his hat 
was his home. Sing it, Jay. All he left us was alone. That's it, Mr. Harvey. There you go. There you go. Let, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. This ain't what he do, but let's see. Nephew Tommy, give me one. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, oh God. Come <laughs> Tommy, get it. Uh, Tommy, just try one. Hold on, hold on, watch this right here. Junior, give me any one of them smoking hits. Mm. And when he died. Home, he was alone. Home. I thought he was going to Jodeci us for sure. I thought he was going to Jodeci. That did. Give me one Jodeci. One Jodeci. Oh. Take my money. He sing the same <laughs> one. That's the same one. That's his favorite. That's his favorite. I'm hit on you. You can have it all. Sing Cause making love, yeah, Junior. Every time we do, girl is worse than uh-huh. drugs. Let me grab the mic. <laughs> and I'm an addict for you. Drive me crazy. Ah. All right, listen. Uh, I like the way he. I think he was in the group when he said that. He like get to the hook. Get to the hook. Say it, Junior. Got me feeling. There you go, Junior. Said I'm feeling for you. Thank you, Junior. Sing us out. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. You know what time it is. Time for the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Clo, as the nephew calls it, the one and only Steve Harvey. Are you ready? This one is from Veronica, an online listener. Veronica says, I'm a 28-year-old woman, and I am seeking revenge on my coronavirus sex buddy, okay? I met a married guy online during the quarantine, and he told me he needed some good sex, and so did I. He lived close to me, so we started having sex almost daily. We made a pact that we'd only sleep with each other to be safe from coronavirus. The other day he came over and told me, oh, he gets better. The other day he came over and told me he had another coronavirus sex buddy, and he wants us all to hook up. Come on, boy. I mean, come on, boy. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you need to be quiet it. right here. You can't fix it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was furious. How could he violate my trust and jeopardize my health? I'm so mad. I want revenge. Should I let his wife know? What he's been, what he's been up huh? to? No, she, wait a minute. She uh, could sister, be at risk too. No, sister, hold up, hold up. Listen uh-huh. to me. Come on now, you ain't playing. Fast. You, you, you said you decided to have a coronavirus sex buddy, and he was married. Y'all live close by, so y'all having sex daily. He had it. He, you having sex with him? Now he, y'all promised not to tell nobody. Wait a minute. You asked a married dude to give you a promise <laughs> that he wouldn't see nobody else when he stood at a church, come on, said some vows, mm. mm-hmm. and said he wasn't gonna see nobody else, and he's right. seeing you. And now you mad because he done broke a promise to you? Skip mm. the vows. You done, you done went past that. Man. Now you wanna call his wife and tell his wife what he's been up to. There's no okay. such thing as revenge. You're going to pay for what you've done doubly if you do that. 
Okay. I, you got you know, it? Look, just why don't you get you somebody that's single to do this with? Yeah, or just tough it out like everybody else during the coronavirus. Hey, hello. <laughs> get your <laughs> mask and sit yeah. your Get your mask and sit your ass sit your down, down somewhere. Yeah. Get you some Perel and try to find some Lysol. Right. <laughs> right. All right. This one is from Princess in uh, Tyler, Texas. She says, I've been dating a guy that I work with for a year, and he is the perfect man and the best lover I've ever had. Uh, this was There was a rumor floating around the office that he was messing with a married co-worker of ours. I confronted the lady, and she admitted it, and she said uh, she calls him daddy when he does all the freaky things she tells him to do. Come on. I didn't really believe the woman because my boyfriend has been on a whole spiritual journey since we started dating. I don't think he'd cheat on me. One of my other co-workers told me I'm naive. Am I being naive? His spiritual well, dad is out there. Well, let me, let me say this to you. Uh, hallelujah dad is. Shut up. He's on a spiritual journey, and you don't think he'd cheat on you. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, he must be on a, uh, well, I mean, he must be on a lightweight spiritual (laughs) journey because he doing what a lot of people doing that ain't spiritual at all. (laughs) So I'm a little confused, but if, if that's what you say, I would ignore, uh, you went to the married woman and she admitted it. Yeah, this is well, First of all, why would she admit to something that ain't true? Why would she admit to that if she was married and tell you she's sleeping with a co-worker? Mm-hmm. Why would she say that? Man, what's happening with y'all? Y'all just be telling it. Yeah, come on, Y'all princess. need to get off social media. What happened to the days where well, y'all need to get back when there wasn't no cell phones? Mm. All right, uh, Clo, CLO, Steve Harvey. This boy uh, just fires him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I, I guess he just think cause we just ain't on in all areas. Mm-hmm. Millions and millions of people aren't listening He just to don't us. think none of this could get back. He just Logic. thinks he's saying it to us. Man, he, you just he can't be saying it. stuff I should be saying. But he yeah. Don't, for real. Come on, Jay. Come on, Team Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Man, you I'm just can't find team. good I'm sex no team. more. Okay. What <laughs> are you saying? <laughs> Damn. All right, uh, Chief Love Officer That's Randy my in dog. Fayetteville. That's my dog right there. That's in uh, Fayetteville, Georgia, says I'm a 37 year old bachelor and I'm an anesthesiologist. I make great money, so I have a huge home and nice cars. My problem is, I weigh almost 300 pounds. I knew it. I knew and it. I'm only 5'10. Yeah. So I have trouble in the romance department. Yeah. I have always treated my women with the utmost respect. Yeah. But unless I'm buying expensive gifts or taking them to high-end restaurants, it's a wrap. I don't want a gold digger. Guys that aren't handsome get plenty of fine women all the time. How will I know if a woman is feeling me or if she's just with me for an upgraded lifestyle? Well, why don't you do this, dog? Why don't we start with you 5'9", you 300 pounds. 5'10", you 300 pounds. Why don't we start there, dog? You're an anesthesiologist. There, there are no 300-pound 70-year-olds. Come on, man. You got to pull it together. You got to take better care of yourself. You got a great career, great car, great house. You're making money, man. Take care of yourself, man. This weight is going to double back and create a problem for you, man. You got to get yourself together, brother. 
then you can go and got you'll be a lot more attractive to everybody. My problem is I'm 5'10, 300 pounds. You in there putting people to sleep as you sleep. Put yourself to sleep. That was your answer. You know, I don't even know if you I don't even know how you tell if the gas is going in or not. Because you got to be wheezing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta, gotta get healthy. Too much you, gas. Yeah, you have to get healthy. You five ten, three hundred pounds. That'd be like a five nine, mm-hmm. three hundred pounds. You, you, that'd be like if Tommy was three hundred pounds. Okay, uh, thank no, you, that ain't CLO. Got to do with me. I'm not in that. I ain't no. <laughs> Coming up next, pounds. speaking of the nephew, no, he's I'm here. just saying, you know, at your height at three hundred, that's what that would be like. <laughs> uh, Run that prank back. This show that show. I couldn't with use the nephew anybody. right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, Herman Cain tweets two weeks after his death to attack Democrats. What? We'll get into it. Plus, we'll tell you. He tweeted after his. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk about it. Plus, we'll tell you which, uh, which celebrity couple is expecting baby number three. We'll talk about all of these stories, guys, at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? You prayed for a job. Yes, you did. Let's go. You prayed for a job. Come on, Ken. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Carolyn, please. This is Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Listen, my name is Lawrence. Lawrence, I actually go to the same church you do. I, I saw you last Sunday where you uh, stood up in the church, and, and I heard that you were talking about you were going through some bad times. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, your uh, job supposedly got rid of the department that you were in, and, and you're now seeking a new type of work. Am I right? Yes, uh, just yes, just right. just work period because you're looking for a new occupation and you, I was there when you asked everybody to pray for you. Uh, yes. Have you have you found anything yet? Mm-mm, I haven't. You know, I've I've been praying. I, we prayed again today. I I asked for the, the church's prayers again today, and and I, I know everything's gonna work out because you know he said you take one step, he's gonna take two. That's right. So I'm, I'm prepping, and I know it's gonna happen. I well, know. Well, listen, I think I may be able to be of some help to you. I actually own my own company. And I'm thinking that I, you could be the perfect person for a position that I have available. Uh, now, what what type of work were you doing in the past? Give me some of your job qualifications. Oh, I'm executive secretary, administrative assistant, anything like that. Type 88 words a minute. Uh, even take the old style shorthand. Oh, I can do it all. You just tell me what you need, and I can do it. Take care of your executives that come through the office. Anything that's needed. Travel expenses. That's what I do. Okay. And now, I'm good uh, at it too. Uh, what what type of hours are you used to working? Nine to five. Sometimes I I come in at eight. I don't have a problem with coming in at eight. I can come in even earlier if you need me to come in earlier. Are you opposed to working at night? No, I don't. I don't mind working at night. But, I mean, it, it just it just depends. You know, right now beggars can't be choosing. Right. I, I, I ask and, and it's being given to me. Okay. What, I, what kind of hours are we looking at? I have a I have a uh, an offer for you that it would be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. You will only be working three days a week for me. Okay. Uh, no, I, just to let you know, I was looking for something with a few more hours, a few more days. I need like full time. I have a family. Well, I, I, I have bills to pay. Right, right, right. I understand. But listen, I, I, I think the actual amount will suffice for that. Now, I'm going to offer you seven hundred and fifty dollars per night for three nights a week. That's that's two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for 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 those three days for one week. One minute. You should. 
$750 a night. $750 a night. And I'm you, you making around $2,000 or something a week? A, a week, ma'am. And, and if you do the math on that, that, that adds up to about $9,000 for a month. <laughs> You know, I'm trying too good to be true, but now I, I, I put it all in his hands. I turned it over. That's what we're supposed to do. I did it, and, and you tell me I'll make $750 a night. Okay. But, I mean, what, what am I going to be doing? Keeping your books? You know, because I, I do a little accounting, too. Well, let me say this. Now, the reason why I say it's at night is because I own a a nightclub, and and you would be working at the nightclub for me, so you would put in about four or five hours uh, every night. And, and and for three nights a week, like I stated, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and and um, of course I'll pay you seven hundred fifty. Matter of fact, I'll actually pay you your first two weeks in advance. And I need that. But I know, I'm sure you you know you you've lost your balance. You need to get back on your feet and everything. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so so exactly what is it you you know I'll be doing? Because I'm sure, like I said, I can do office work. I'm good. Like accounting. You tell me a clip front door. I can keep your books going. Right. Well, no, not necessarily. I don't need you to work the front door. Um, I'm actually going to have you in the club working. Okay. So, um, I mean, how, how are you, how's your physical condition? Are you able to get around and, and you don't get tired quick, do you? Now, are you in good physical shape? Yes, I'm in really good physical shape. Don't get tired quick at all. You need to do something like be able to bartenders or something, work at the bar to make sure all the money's you know, nobody's stealing money from you or something uh, like no, that? No, no, no. You're not at the bar either. See, because what I'm going to do, now, have you ever done anything like, you know, anything close to dance or anything like that? Have you done that in the past? Yeah, I did a little ballet when I was younger. Uh, drill squad, cheerleading. I mean, I do a little dance here and, you know, go out every once in a while. You know, you do a little dancing here and there. Okay. Yeah, I don't have but, a problem with moving around. Okay, well, that's good. Because, see, what what I want you to do is I want you to do a little bit of dancing in the club. Oh, you, oh, some, you have some, like, ballroom dancing or something where you need me to teach you. I don't know how to do the ballroom dance, so I can't work with nobody on that stuff like that. No, I'm not asking you to do any uh, uh, ballroom dancing or anything like that. What I need you to do is I want you to dance on the pole. See, I have a on the pole. See, I have a strip club. I want you to dance on the pole. Uh, 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 pole? What the hell do you mean when you dance on a pole? Well, well, actually, I own um, the Silk Stocking, which is a strip club. Oh, I'm not a Silk Stocking. What, what the hell do you mean? You don't want me to dance on the pole? You know what? This is You must be at your mind. I don't dance on a pole to nobody. You can take that pole, Mr. Kelly, whatever your name is. You can strap that pole up your what? You must be out your mind. But don't you want to make this money? I got $750 a night for you. I don't need that kind of money. I'm telling you right now, you and that pole dance, you can take that pole and shove it up to damn You have no business calling me about no dancing on no pole. And I don't need that money from nobody at church. I'm trying to get you a job, baby. They told me that you was in need of a job, so I'm just I'm trying to... I'm not in need that. I'm not in need of that kind of job. I'm not in need of no jobs. I'm taking off my damn drawers from my damn and butt wing door and bed from my damn pole. What's wrong with you? Okay, what if I bump it up to $1,000 a night? You know, I don't care if you bump it up to $2,000, $3,000, $5,000. I ain't taking my drawers off for no I damn want, night. I want your on that pole. You know, you, you, know, you ain't going to see my You know, you know what? I want your in church. I'm going to spray. That's where you need to be calling me, talking about you got a job. You know, this is right here. When I see you at church next Sunday. When you see me at church next Sunday, don't you come up to me and say nothing to me, because if I see you, I'm going to bust you in I'm going to come and ask you and Wendell, will you get your butt on the pole? You know, and if you're going to come by Wendell, I'm going to whip your 
Well, let me say this to you. Are you listening to me? You know what? I don't want to listen to you. So I'm going to get ready to hang up. You know what? Don't you call me no more. I'm going to Wait just a minute, Carolyn. I want to say this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin, Ravina. Ravina? <laughs> My cousin, Ravina? Hell, I'm going to give that <laughs> <laughs> Little poll work ain't gonna hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? Just a little poll work. <laughs> Tommy, like she much. wasn't having yes. that at all. Beggars can't be choosing. You need a job, and the poll is calling. All right, oh. 750. In this COVID era. Those are the rules. That is the rules for the next dancer. <laughs> that was be- yeah, that Come was with your folk. own right. disinfectant. Uh, we're moving on. We are moving on. This Coming up at the top COVID of the hour. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment and celebrity baby news, congratulations going out to our good friend John Legend and his beautiful wife, Chrissy Teigen. They are expecting, get this, baby number three. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Hey, man, the couple, I, I, didn't, huh? I didn't know they had two kids. Yeah, they had yeah. two beautiful kids. Yeah. Wow. They look just that. like them, too, COVID, their kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the couple COVID is making babies COVID. and breakups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making yeah. Babies and breakups. Yeah. Couple reveal the news in John Legend's new music video. It's called Wild, where toward the end of the video, you can see Chrissy cradling her tummy. Uh, congratulations again. We love us some John Legend and uh, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. They already have two other kids, four-year-old Luna, two-year-old Miles, uh, uh, the son, Miles. And, uh, yeah, we're just happy for them. They're yeah, nice yeah. people. Really nice love people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And, okay, get this, guys. In other entertainment news, Herman Cain, we know he sadly passed away uh, last month from coronavirus. And uh, as we all know, Herman Cain was a huge Trump supporter. However, did you guys see that recently on Mr. Cain's Twitter account, um, it began abruptly posting anti-Biden campaign messages like this one. Just in case you thought Biden's candidacy was going to be anything other than completely nuts, Team Trump has released a new video. Okay. Then there was another post accusing Joe Biden of having a racism problem. Needless to say, those Herman Cain Twitter posts scared a lot of people, including some people on this show, I hear, right I now. I got to drop him. Trump got a hold of his phone. <laughs> Either that or Herman in the ground texting his ass off. <laughs> Just tweet. <laughs> wow. But did you? I saw and David Allen. He didn't make any sense dead or I don't want a dead so text. I, I don't a tweet, want a dead a text. A we, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, David Allen uh, Greer, did you see he posted on social media, uh, ain't you what dead? Is it? <laughs> uh, Mr. Kane's daughter explained dead, they will continue to use Herman Kane's platforms for ideas that he believed in, and the Twitter account will now be named the Kane Gang. So it's they're not going to stop, in other words. Yeah. Uh, so damn what? Body oh. count. What about listening much. to you when you was here? Uh, well, I don't care what your kids do. That's nice. You want to count on right. your daddy's thing. Then go ahead. Ain't nobody listening. <laughs> that was 
crazy though. Nobody that listened to you when you were alive and we're not right. listening now that you did. Especially. Yeah. Nobody's repeating it. Well, I ain't seen this kid. Did you hear what Herman Cain said today? Ain't he dead? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Whole way. order pizza way. next week. Did you hear what Herman Cain would have been thinking? <laughs> he did. <laughs> no. Eerie. That's okay. creepy. Let him yeah, show up to somebody's house and see what happens. Let him show up to somebody's house and see what the hell happened, all right? You need to what? stop this right away, okay? Stop it. Don't show up in nobody's no. black house. And you did. Don't do it. <laughs> He's black. His kids are black. <laughs> Wow. Mm. I've heard it all now. This yeah. Kid, and who yeah. is Team Trump? Now, yeah. now he got a team. He, he campaigning. Team Trump. Okay. Yeah. I, I just hope he's resting in peace. Whew. That's kind of crazy, though. Uh, okay. Hard to rest um, while you tweet. I know, you know right? So many, so many jokes. All right, down. Steve. <laughs> it's time to switch Ladies, gears. gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, thank you. But did he attend Herman Cain's funeral? Think about that one. Israel and the United Arab Emirates say they're going to be establishing full diplomatic ties. In exchange, the Jewish state has suspended its plan to formally annex parts of contested West Bank territory. Palestinians not happy with the deal because Israel's existing settlements on the West Bank, which is claimed as Palestinian land, will continue to expand. So they don't think it's a great idea. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris met with public health officials yesterday. Afterwards, the presumptive Democratic president presidential candidate called for a nationwide mask mandate. Joe Biden presented part of what he feels should be done to protect the American people from further coronavirus infection. He says it should start at the top. Every single American should be wearing a mask when they're outside for the next three months at a minimum. The estimates by the experts are it will save over 40 Lives. And Biden says that every governor should mandate the wearing of masks outdoors to get the kids back to school and the business community back to full strength. The top Trump administration official of reportedly just deciding to cut census counting for 2020 by a month. OK, September 30th instead of October. The Commerce Department's inspector general, though, wants an interview uh, with both Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. And he also wants to meet with the bureau's director, Steve Dillingham, about this decision because the inspector general reportedly feels that cutting short the time uh, to gather the national headcount threatens the accuracy of the numbers used to determine how legislative representation and federal funding will be distributed for the next 10 years. Very, very important. And the Trump administration wants to cut it short by a month. The mayor of a small Virginia town about 90 miles west of Washington, D.C., is facing calls for his resignation over a Facebook post where he said that, quote, Joe Biden just announced Aunt Jemima as his running mate. That's his quote. Barry Presgaves is his name. He's mayor of a place called Luray, Virginia, a town of fewer than 5,000 people. About 4% of them are black. He apologized for the post, but there's no word or any sign that he's going to come, you know, resign. The U.S. Conference of Mayors issuing a report that concludes that public safety depends on mutual trust and respect between the police and the people. America's reckoning with racism has brought down statues, one state flag and one police emblem. Also, schools and other sites have been renamed. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, in all 59 symbols have been removed since the police murder of George Floyd. And finally... AMC movie theaters are going back, way back. The theater chain is scheduled to reopen more than 100 of its movie houses starting August 20th. But on August 20th, that's AMC's 100th anniversary. And the price of the ticket, just 15 cents, what it cost back in 1920. 
course, I wasn't around, but some people think I was. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, introduce uh, Jay here. Look into the mind of Jay Anthony Brown, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a peek into some dark places. <laughs> Joshua Anthony Broward. <laughs> That's a real name, Joshua Anthony Broward. <laughs> Oh, he shortened it for the yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah. Joshua J. All right. Okay, everybody knows I was upset that Megan Thee Stallion didn't get picked as vice president. That's who I was rooting for. Oh, yeah, you were you were traumatized. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was, I was, anyway. yeah, pushing hard for it. That's, that's too and much so, ass in the White House, Jay. You can't have it. Well, we got a big ass in the White House now, Tommy, so I don't <laughs> see <what I'm> <laughs> Anyway, I wrote this song and just, you know, show my feelings about her not getting paid. Hit it. Just a little acapella. Check it out. Here we go. Hit it. Megan the Stallion. I'm so sorry that you didn't get picked. Megan the Stallion. I'm so sad. I'm feeling sick. Megan the Stallion. I'm so blue. What I'm gonna do? Megan the Stallion, I'm saying and I wrote this song for you. Da 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 Megan the Stallion. So I wrote you a little song, Megan the Stallion. Only 58 seconds and it ain't that long. I'm sad, Megan. <laughs> One verse. That's the, that's the first verse. I wrote another verse. That's the verse. first verse? Wow. wow. Yes, I put another verse. Wow. Another, song right here, another verse. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Megan the Stallion. I was unhappy when I heard you got shot, Megan the Stallion. So sad that I actually cried a lot, Megan the Stallion. Now that is all in your past, Megan the Stallion. So happy you didn't get shot in your ass. I'm sorry, Megan. Okay. I don't, I don't know what to what? say. I, I, I have no words. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, come well, on, I'm Steve. Team Jay. Good job, Jay. A man, was showing, a man is showing his feelings for us. And y'all, that's how y'all going to act. Thanks, Jay. Um, coming up at 34. I feel like I want a, a, a junior poem right now. Uh, thank you, Jay. Please don't. That's next hour. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, the president personally attacks Kamala Harris. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The GOPs and President Trump are going in on Kamala Harris. The president called her mean, nasty, and angry. Personalities from Fox News 
also joined in with the president and their personal attacks on the Democratic vice presidential nominee by attacking Kamala's name and even comparing it to payday lenders. And the president is bringing up her birther issues, repeating GOP rumors that Kamala go. was not born in the U.S. Kamala Harris was born in Oakland, okay? We'll Meanwhile, stop right there. Yeah, Oakland. yeah, <laughs> Oakland, all right? Her parents are immigrants, not her. Um, meanwhile, uh, yesterday in Delaware, Joe Biden and Kamala discussed the pandemic, calling on governors to implement mass mandates for the next three months. Doing so would save 40,000 American lives, Biden said. Um, he and Harris went on to say that leadership is willing to speak up by telling people what they don't necessarily want to hear, but what they need to know. Biden said, be a patriot, wear a mask to fight the virus. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's leadership. Just, yeah, just say something. Have a plan. 81 days until Election Day, Steve. November 3rd is Election Day. About 81 days before we get it out of here. Come on, dude. Oh, Jay, this is dude on the porch, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, this is a new character on the show called the dude across the street on the porch. All he do is holler stuff out. So uh-huh. what you do is go to vote one, vote411.org to register and get information go on early voting. Go to vote411 if you want to find out what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> 411, that's information. Yeah. 411. <laughs> .org. .org. I don't know why they ain't go .com. .org. And we want an early vote. All hey. them dot org things is from white folk. <laughs> <laughs> you know this out. <laughs> yeah. You gotta know that I am black people nowhere know nothing about no damn dot org. We dot com people. <laughs> <laughs> we dot com people. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But your president. I bet y'all being... better get y'all ass out there and vote. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. An early vote. We want you to early vote. And vote um, now if you can, right yeah. now, please. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. Th- it's a so, distraction, though. It, that's all it is. That's it, Shirley. It's a distraction. Calling her mean and angry, oh. and she wasn't born here. Well, you any know, woman that has power is mean to him. Any woman exactly, that speaks up yeah. for himself. Exactly. Any woman. Mean Pelosi. Any woman. Hillary. Yeah. Any woman, yeah. Anybody. Yeah, any woman. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like any women. Any, yeah. he's just disrespectful. Very he's, much so. Yeah. Very so much foul. so. That's yeah. yeah. And the all the disrespectful things he said. I mean, yeah. really nasty. Uh-huh. Give it a break. You man. got a lot of nerve, right, Jay? But that's okay. Oh we'll, we'll show yeah. you how we really feel come November third. Okay. You can. Oh, say we're all gonna show this. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. vice presidential debate between Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. Oh, that's Mike gonna Pence. be so that's, gonna, that's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me tell you something. You're going to find out something about this woman now because she is a great speaker. Yeah. She is a great speaker. She's going to be prepared. intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. yeah, this is going to be if a real fight. she went after fight. the guy who gave her a job, Pence, you know what's coming for you. If she went after the guy oh, who gave yeah. her a job, she go way up behind her out. <laughs> she went after Joe Biden. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now they're together. Yeah, now they're together on the same ticket. Right. So. Yeah. Ain't nobody. He scared. gutted him. Right. <laughs> he gutted him. Mm-hmm. 
But now they're yeah. together. They set their differences aside. Yeah, he wanted together. somebody who would stand up to him. As you know, adults do. When he didn't as want a, to hear, right? Yeah, as adults tend to do. And if you're, right. that, if you're that person on the Trump side of the field, you lose your job. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you stand up to him, don't yeah, agree. You don't see any doctors on that stage anymore. You see no, no doctors now. Well, he and has one talking now. about these deaths. That uh, agrees with yeah. him, Doctor yeah. Atlas. He agrees with him. Yeah, yeah. He'll find oh, yeah. somebody to agree with everything mm-hmm. he says. Yeah. What's the going rate working for him? About nine months. About that. About nine. <laughs> about go, about nine. About go long nine. In nine if months. you if you open your mouth, you can stay lonely if you don't. All right. Coming up next, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, this Friday. The subject is, if my wife hates her, I have to hate her too. Hmm. If my Ooh. wife hates her, I have to hate her Ooh. too. But we'll get into wife, that. Girl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. But first. what you said. <laughs> if you want to keep your wife, hell yeah. You, uh, you hate who she hates. That's how you it is. Know. Yeah, you ain't got no, you ain't no freedom to you like no damn well, body. <laughs> you ain't got the hater. Uh-huh. But you damn sure better not make a defensive comment oh. about her. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll get into the she strawberry letter. She ain't that letter. bad. <laughs> okay, we'll get into the strawberry letter. But first, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Can I claim your keys? Hmm. Can I claim your keys? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Let's go. Sounds reasonable to me. Thank you so much, sir. And I'd love for you to sing your song again whenever you get a chance. Thank you so much. Hello? Hello, uh, I'm trying to reach uh, uh, Devin. Devin. Yeah, this is him. Hey, Devin, how you doing, man? My name is uh, Curtis, man. Curtis. I was trying to reach out to you. You, uh, you, your, your, your son, uh, he plays uh, basketball with my nephew, man. Um, your son is the one that's on the on the Blazers Little League basketball team, right? Yeah, yeah, he plays for the Blazers. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay with my boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything good, man. You know, they got a game Saturday and everything. I've I seen you a couple of times, man, at the game. I don't know if you remember me, man. Uh, light-skinned brother, about about six foot. Yeah, I'm, I probably met you. I probably met you. You know, I'd be so intense with the game. But, yeah, what's, what's going on? Um, uh, Well, actually, man, I wanted to holler at you about about your son, man. Um, you, you, um, do, are you, are you, are you working right now? Are you currently working? Am I, am I working? But like, yeah, I am working. Actually, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you have a, you have a steady job, is what I'm asking. I mean, yeah. What you, what you getting at though? Like, you know, I, I, I thought you were calling about the basketball team, like uniforms. I know we got a game Saturday. You know, sometimes they want donation for sneakers and all that. Like you know, no, 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 no. What I was asking, so, so I mean, you, you got a regular nine to five job you go to all the time. Yeah, I got a nine to five. I mean, things is kind of crazy, but hours is kind of short. But you know, I still, I still work. I mean, what was going on? You need a job or something? No, no, no. Uh, I'm just checking, man. See, what I wanted to get at you about, man, is seeing. Uh, are you gonna? Are you gonna claim your son? Uh, on your income tax this year? Hold on, bro. Now, you said, am I going to claim my son on my taxes this year? Right. I mean, like, you you know, as as a dependent. 
Bro, you asking some real personal questions now. You know, like, we, you, you the guy that, you just said you know me from the basketball team that my son play on, Blazers, you know, and now you done jumped from the Blazers to do I claim my son on my taxes and do I have a, a steady income? I mean, like, you know, yeah, I, I got I got a steady income and I'm claiming my son. What, 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 I mean, what you trying to get at, bro? Well, well see, man, what I was thinking, uh, you know, I just wanted to read. You seem like a cool dude when I saw you at the gym, man. What I was going to ask you, bro, is, you know, see, right now, man, when I get through with my taxes and stuff, I'm going to have to owe about $800. But now I see if I claim a child as my dependent, man, they going to give me about twenty two, twenty three hundred. You see what I'm saying? And what I wanted to get at you about, man, is, you know, you let me claim as my son, you know, so I can go and get this good hold money. Hold up, bro. Hold up, bro. Bro, I mean, with all due respect, bro, you talking about you want to claim my son on taxes. Hold what? on, bro. I don't even know you. Uh, you know, you're talking about you seeing me at my son's basketball game. You might be the police for all I know, bro. He sound like the police. No, 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 it ain't, it ain't, I ain't nobody gonna come at you sideways like that, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to come like, what I'm trying to say, man, dog, they finna hit me up with this 800. Well, see, I can get 2300, man, I, I kick you down 250. You understand what I'm saying, man? Everybody cool. 250? You crazy? Now you sound like a Shut joke, bro. Cause now you're insulting me. You telling me you want to claim my style for some where you owe money. I don't even know you, fool. So I can make 250 Bruh, I ain't trying to be on no bruh, but when I claim my kids, I'm getting the same exact price you getting. I'm getting 2300 too. So what the I look like taking $200 from I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I'm the one stuck over here paying the 800 man. I'm just acting like, asking you to look out for a brother, man. You say? Look yeah. Look out for you know, my check been cut from 40 hours a week to 13 hours a week, and I still got these little asking me for Jordan. Michael Jordan, they never put a dime That's why I'm trying to hook you up with 250 man. Damn, you don't even see a good thing when it's coming at you, bro. Bro, I don't know what you talking about, bro. No, 250 bro. When I claim these two little I'm getting $2,300 a piece, bro. What you think I'm going to take 250 from you for? I don't even know you like that. So, man, you ain't got to, you ain't, you ain't got a trip, man. I understand if you was my bro, you my people, you know, maybe we could do a little something. I can understand that. But, bro, you ain't going to give me no 250 when I'm getting the same thing they offering you, 2300 This government money, bro. So what is I'm supposed to do? What am I supposed to uh, do, Devin? Tell me that. I mean, bro, what you supposed to do is go out your seed, claim that little every year, and you'll get what I get for these little that I'm feeding and cloven every day. That's what you're going to have to do. My hours done got cut from 40 to 15 hours a week. I had to go pick me up a little side hustle. You understand? You got to change your ways. You out here trying to get me locked up for a government scam. Bro. All I'm trying to do, man, is get this 800 off my back, dog. That's all I'm trying. Man, ain't nobody trying to get no trouble, man. Bro, hey. you still talking about getting you 800 and getting me locked up. Now, you got me I'm out here working hard to support my kids, man. Man, I ain't finna sit here and go through this with you no more, man. I ain't finna sit here and go through this with you no more. Is you gonna help me with this money or not? Bro, I ain't helping you with bro. I need when I see you on Saturday, bro, I'm gonna you up, bro. I promise you, bro. I need your son's social security number right now. That's what I need. Bro, let me tell you something, bro. What you look like, bro? You said you're the light-skinned and you're gonna stop six foot. Bro, when I see you, when I step in that gymnasium, bro, I'm on your you ain't, on my, you ain't on my. You ain't on my.
blaze them Lakers, bruh. You better bring that damn social security number. I think it's a game. I'm going to come find them. Okay, cool. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? I don't even know why this is on my phone, bruh. Why am I even talking to this fool? I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? Say your last statement you want on your tombstone, bruh. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked, baby. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> this Nephew Tommy, man. What's up, Debbie? What's up, fool? You got me out here going crazy, Hey, bro. man, you got, hey, do you got a boy that you work with named Yeah, crazy Put me up to this, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm a big <laughs> when I get to work tomorrow, man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. We need good daddies in the world, brother. Man, thank you, bro. Yeah. Hey, one more thing, man, I got to ask you. You got to tell me, man, what is the baddest radio show in the land? Man. Steve Harvey Morning Show, brother. <laughs> Y'all crazy, man. I'm a beat. <laughs> 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 wow, you got his blood pressure up. Wow. Yes, man. Why well, was like that such much. a hard sell? Yeah, yeah he should have said yes up. from the get-go. Well, oh, yeah, go to on that. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> Trying not to pay this 800 man. That's all. Yeah, you know what I mean? You got to pay 800 <laughs> He, he, he got a tax right off sitting right there. What's wrong with mm-hmm. <laughs> How tall was I on? How tall was it? What I told him? You told him you were six feet. I texted everybody and so did his ass just say he was light skin and six feet. Yes. Tommy Wallace, I texted everybody and say, did he just say he was six feet? He wanted to boy, interrupt the prank. Did he say that? Oh boy, God, yeah. boy, that boy pranking and dreaming in his prank. Yeah. All right, thank you, nephew. You, six feet in my pranks, baby. Feet. Coming up next, uh, today's strawberry letter subject, if my wife hates her, I have to hate her, too. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the Uh, air, just like we're... Uh-huh. Uh, Just like we're going to read that one mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, if my wife hates her, I have to hate her too. Dear Stephen Shirley, my wife had a friend that she was friends with for many years, and she stopped being her friend because a non-credible person told my wife that her friend was talking about her. My wife fell out with her friend, and since then, she talks bad about the friend, and she gets mad if I tell her what she's saying is not true. I learned quickly to take my wife's side, and I even added a few choice words about the old friend so my wife would think I was on her side. But I wasn't, and I'm sick of having to take sides whenever my wife gets something twisted up and starts hating on somebody. I don't want to create a conflict in our marriage or with my wife's family because they have convinced my wife that if she, if she hates someone, I should hate that person too. This happens a lot with my wife. She and another young lady exchange words, and yet again, my wife was wrong. As usual, I took her side because she is my wife. Now, I can't associate with the young lady or her husband. I had to text the young lady's husband and tell him that I'm just trying to keep the peace in my house, and he understood. My wife and her family believe that if I go against her, even when she is wrong, 
then I'm not being faithful. There have been a few more instances instances of her ignorant ways. I am 32 and my wife is 29. And I told her that she is too old to be acting like this. My wife and I have been married for two years, but she was not like this at first. I'm tired of taking her side when I know she's wrong. And I'm fed up with the daily conversation about who she doesn't like and who she stopped speaking to. I need your advice on how to fix this. Okay, listen, 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 okay? You cannot go against your wife. You can't do that, okay? Right now, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. You tried that one time and it didn't work out to you. You have to present a united front, you know, with wifey. You have to do that. Otherwise, you're going to sound like you're on the other woman's side, and and that's a no-no in a marriage. You have to be supportive because, like you say, you're trying to keep peace in your house, okay? Peace is priceless. I think we all know that. We're all old enough to know that. Peace is priceless, especially in the home. That's where you go to get away from all the drama and all the negativity and everything. You go to the solace and comfort and peace of your home. Nothing is is worth losing that. Not anything, okay? And, And this is one problem in your marriage. I think the other issue you pointed out is that your wife sounds really negative. She sounds um, petty. She sounds gossipy when she's just, you know, around the house talking about everyone. And that's what's getting on your nerve. You don't like that. So unless you guys can fix this, your your marriage is going to be in trouble, your two-year marriage. Uh, you guys have to have a conversation. You know, you can do these things in your house, behind closed doors, with your wife, when you're not in front of other people. But when you're in front of people, you got to present yourselves as one. Uh, behind closed doors, like I said, you have to be able to communicate. You got to let her know what you're thinking. You know, you got to do it in a nice way, though, so she won't go in on you because she will if she thinks you're against her and not supportive of her. So it, it you know, that's when you know. I, I I don't know what to tell you other than. Try it at home when you guys are by yourself, husband and wife, okay? Not in front of other people, not in front of the family, but in front of people. Do not forever let your wife think you're going against her and supporting someone else. Steve? I agree with Shirley about this letter in terms of uh, not disagreeing with your wife in front of other people. But... The rest of it I completely disagree with because this is no way for this man to have to live. This is an uncomfortable way to live, man. Walking around your own house on eggshells if you don't agree with your spouse. So now you have to, in order to get along, you got to go along. Even if it's something you completely disagree with, you got to go along with that. Ah, That's not a fun existence, man. You might as well get ready. You ain't going to have no damn friends. Wow. (laughs) First of all, your wife is a negative person. Negative people attract negative comments. That's why everybody come to her. So the first thing that broke her and her girlfriend up in the first place was an unreliable source came to her with some negative about her girl. Some negative. Now, without researching it, checking it out, 
Negative people attract negative thoughts, negative people. To whoever it is brought this to your wife, she accepted it, not you and your girlfriend. Now, you done had to call the dude who you cool with and go, hey, man, I'm just trying to keep peace in my house. And he understood. Rule as a man who's married. Don't start no fires in your own house. Mm. And what I really hate is when another dude try to come in my space and create a fire at my house. What you over here striking matches for, partner? Hmm. And, you know, he didn't have to learn to take his wife's side, which I understand, and Shirley's right. You got to take your wife's side or be no peace in the house. But I got news for you. It's not no peace in his house anyway. Mm-hmm. Even when he go along with her, it's no peace. You know why? Because you Hang live on, with Steve. a negative person. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. We'll we'll get part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, subject of today's strawberry letter, if my wife hates her, I have to hate her too. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, if my wife hates her, I have to hate her too. This dude is in a horrible position, man. Because he's married to a negative woman who falls out all the time with a lot of people. And if he hates the woman, if she hates the woman, he requires that she does. He said he quickly learned to take his wife's side. And then even when the unreliable source told his wife that her best friend was talking about her and she believed it, because negative people go, go along with anything that's negative. Negative. They feed off of it. So you done added a few quick choice words about the old friend so your wife would think you on her side, but he ain't. And he said he's sick of having to take sides whenever my wife gets something twisted up and starts hating on somebody. Now, he don't want to create the conflict in the marriage with the wife or the family. Now, check this out. The girl's family done told her that if she hates somebody, her husband got to go along with it, too. And then he said that this happens a lot with my wife. So now let's go over this. Every time there's a negative happening or a negative story, the one person that's always involved in it is your wife? What? All the time? Then dog is her. All right? She and another lady exchanged words, and yet again, your wife was wrong. Then you took her side because she your girl. Now you can't associate with a lady or her husband. My wife, you know, his wife family believes that if he goes against her when she's wrong, then I'm not being faithful. All right, young man, let me say something to you. I was talking with Tommy Neum off the air. You have to say something about this. Because this is going to get out of hand, man. And I'm going to tell you, bro, this ain't no way to live. It's hard for a man to walk around his house living on eggshells to keep peace in a place that ain't peaceful. What peace are you keeping? I mean, she mad anyway. And if you ain't mad, you come home from work, you don't even want to be mad. She always got it in for somebody. Man, that's Who we mad at today? Man, that's crazy. Y'all been married two years. She wasn't like this at first. I'm tired of taking her side when I know she wrong. And I'm fed up with the daily conversation about who she don't like and who she to stop speaking to. That's crazy, man. 
I need your advice on how to fix this. The only fix is to sit her down and tell her she wrong and get her to understand her ways. Now, what's going to happen is she's going to snap on you. Yeah. yeah. You're going to go through this phase of my family was right. They told me you ain't faithful because you don't take my side. Mm-hmm. Shirley even said you got to take her side. But it's hard to take somebody's side that's wrong all the time. Damn. I just meant in front of people, not at the house. Well, well, you did <laughs> say that. You, she yeah. did say in front of people. So I think the general consensus is you're going to have to get her off to the side. Yeah, they got to have a conversation. And you got to say, hey, look, this ain't working. Or you got to get a mediator or something. This marriage ain't going to work, man. Mm-mm. Don't nobody want to come home with this negativity every day. Nobody. Mm. Hey, man, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I, I know I've been in that before. And that, that's not a fun way to live, brother. I've been no in that No peace before. in your house? Man. Yeah. <sighs> Man, when you don't have peace in the house, brother, it's, the Bible it's a says thing. it is better to live on the corner of a roof of the house than inside with a quarrelsome woman. Mm-hmm. That's a scripture, man. Hey, man, when your wife ain't happy, it's a hard house to live in, man. Mm-hmm. She'll Jay, make us yeah. happy. Keep Jay. us happy. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. Hey, you been on the roof of your house? Man, Jesus knew, and he wasn't even married. He knew. He knew. He knew. <laughs> man, let me tell you something. Man. Tommy, I done been on the roof of the house, in the garage, parked outside. I w- sometimes I wouldn't even come up in the yard. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I didn't even want to see my car pull up. Yeah, because the There's house is where you go to get peace. Right. Man, right. To lock out the world. Shirley? Mm-hmm. When you go home and there is no peace, and, there is, right. and you've been out here at war all day long, yeah, right. that's an ugly ass house it's to go into. It's a horrible house. That ain't, to go that ain't home no more. Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it's it is. It's hey, man. hell. <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna it's tell you hell. what I used to do sometimes. I would come into town when I was married before. Mm-hmm. I'd just go get a hotel room and say I was coming in tomorrow. Bingo. Mm-hmm. And just go oh, sit in the hotel room. Hey, dog, watch TV, take a yeah. shower, get room service. Just right. enjoy, give myself a day to get ready before I go around mm-hmm. the corner. Peace wow. is priceless. Jeez. It's priceless. Jeez. Yeah, you can't I would leave on before that. I would have I to leave. I done something I would leave before I would have to leave. I would leave before I would have to leave. Mm-hmm. I got to go three days early, baby. Got to go. Got to go set up. Trey's <laughs> mm-hmm. mama. I had a lot of said I got a comedy show. Get dropped off at the airport. <laughs> She pull off, and I get picked up in baggage claim. I'm not going nowhere. I'm just, I just want to be out that house. <laughs> but if it's like that, those people just aren't happy. Yeah, you know, it's it's nothing yeah, you, you can do out. to make well, them happy. It's, it's they're not, not happy. A, and you're right. And, and, and you can't make a person happy. Mm-hmm. And it's not your you know, job. No. No. And if you try to make it your job, you're in for a big disappointment. Yeah. All right, Steve, thank you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's that time again. Oh, yeah, Junior has a new poem, and we'll hear it right after this. Wow. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, our resident poet laureate, uh, Junior, is uh, here with a new poem. This time it's about voting. Tell us about it, Junior. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, uh, 
I heard from somebody from Chicago. <laughs> this is actually Jesse Jackson's official, unofficial statement mm-hmm. uh, about voting. And I just used it just as it is. Here it is. It's called uh, voting. This, that's all it's about. That's what it's called. Here it go. Okay. <clears throat> Don't give up hope. It is time to vote. Biden and Kalama, they are the GOAT. And that is why this poem I wrote. This ain't no joke. Of course, I do not smoke. This ticket is strong like a mighty oak. Of course, they trying to put us back on the boat. So let me end on this final note. Get off your butt. It's time to vote. The end. I, <laughs> I like it uh, because it's about voting. The That's it. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. We got to give them that because it's about that, voting. That's it. The what? Yeah. point. That was uh-huh. great. It was, it you know what, Tommy? You know, and you, and you didn't come like up with Jackson it, Tommy, and with you it. just mad because you didn't come up with the poem. That's, that's all this is. Let me hear I'm going to give you a four on your Jesse, okay? I don't care. Whoa. I don't care. Whoa. That was a great Jesse. What is you talking about? Like, no, I don't act. That's your job. This is just what I do. <laughs> yeah, you man. You, you man. Yeah. You're a poet. I'm a poet. I ain't an actor. Yeah. Hell, you got to get it right. Try to Get grade right. me. Uh, like a foe going to turn me. You got a foe. Oh. Well, well, where the hell is your Oscar at? <laughs> What'd you say, Junior? Yeah. You got a foe like that supposed to turn you off. Yeah. Uh. Like, that hurt my feelings. Like, oh, okay, well, where your Oscar at then? Well, I like both of them, so I can't get into this one. I don't <laughs> right. Your team Tommy and Tommy. Hey, he tried to crush me I with the photo. I, like, his opinion mattered that. to me. Uh, you get a it phone. was a good one. It was yeah. But if it was yeah. about voting, Junior, I'm down. Shirley, what would you give him? Uh, one to ten. ten. Shirley? A ten. It's about voting. Let's go vote. vote. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And we got the bonus. He said it like the Reverend Jesse Jackson would say it. That's well, what Tommy it. pissed off about. That's what he mad about. That. <laughs> oh, that's the hate? Come on. But he didn't say Kamala right. Everybody know I'm Jesse. <laughs> oh, that what it was, huh? Boy, Tommy will tear his ass up. I'm Is going to give you a foe on that Jesse. That's all it was. Oh, was Tommy Jesse the only hate. one to do Jesse around here. I didn't know that was the The whole time about. you was talking, he was going, I know this. No, you said something else, Junior. No, you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right, hey, but we don't we don't have time to Jesse hear it don't again. Know nobody name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna say thank you, Junior. You are coming so, uh, back because vote. coming up at the top of the hour, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones promises grace as he reconsiders his stance on kneeling. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, here's some trending news from our home station, KRNB 105.7 Smooth R&B in Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys have a long-standing policy that players must stand during the national anthem prior to games. But recently, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said he's going to have to have an open dialogue to try and figure out a way uh, that can please both the protesters and the staunch flag supporters and handle the situation with what grace. Take a listen. These are very sensitive times. I have nothing to prove as far as where I'm standing with the flag and where the Cowboys stand. I have nothing to prove regarding my, my players and my support of our players. What I do want to show and want us all to be a part of is a word called grace. 
grace. Not only grace in our actions, but grace in our understanding, where they're coming from. I want our players to understand the perception and where they're coming from regarding the flag and the sensitivity there and the many memories there. And I want our fans to understand and better do because of what's gone on over the last few months. I want them to understand where our players are coming from there. And they do not feel like that the ones that want to uh, uh, basically do that, uh, kneel, they do not feel like they're dishonoring the flag. I'm going to have grace. I've had grace. Many of you have written and criticized me for having too much grace and understanding regarding our players, and I probably have. And I'm going to have grace regarding the people that are sensitive about our flag. Somewhere in between there as the weeks, as we get together with our team, as we discuss with the team, somewhere in between there is how we're going to handle it. What? Mm. What in what? <laughs> yeah. Jerry's in a bad situation because he knelt with the players gonna, and now gonna, yeah. he don't want them to kneel anymore. Well, he's, he's saying, yeah, if you kneel, I'm going to give place. you grace. You're not God. You can't give yeah, well, no damn yeah, grace. It, and, and that's because they're believing the old narrative that the president put like out there. like a bad sermon, yeah. Shirley. Somebody called yeah. him. Right. You know, Somebody um, got a call. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's about. That's why I see what he's about. trying to do. Yes, He's trying true. to appease both sides. Make everyone yes. happy. Because exactly. that's a somewhere in the middle. Exactly. Uh, as an older man, he's getting pressure because a lot of people have allowed Trump to switch the narrative. Mm-hmm. To make it about it's disrespectful of our flag. Because now they're simply saying, you not standing for our national anthem is disrespecting the flag. It ignores the right to protest. It, they are just saying you're disrespecting our flag. So Jerry's getting that. And I'm pretty sure some of that's coming from possibly some sponsors too. I've talked to a lot of NFL players at NFL Honors over the past years. And I've talked to a lot of the Cowboys. Everybody to the man. You don't hear no players talking about Jerry Jones. Because to the man, he is a player's owner. Oh, really? Now, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, man, I've mm-hmm. talked to a lot of Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. a lot of them, and they all say, this is a good dude, Steve. So he's torn. He stands up and he fights for his players. Mm-hmm. He's in a position, though, where he's an owner and he's listening to the other owners and he has to listen to these sponsors. That's oh, all yeah. over that big giant billboard of his. Mm-hmm. So it's he's trying to find somewhere in the middle, and that's where he's stuck. But I'm just saying what all a lot of Dallas Cowboy players have told me. Jerry Jones, that's why you don't hear no players talking about it. They say, Steve, he go to war for his players, man. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, man. I can't see what he's trying to do, trying to be on both sides and get an mm-hmm. understanding. Like he said, somewhere in the middle of there we're going to meet. Well, so know, what happens if he has a player that kneels? If he got a few players that kneel, he going to I mean, he's probably, I mean, I mean, I mean, he said his players had to stand. Well, now we'll he's bring, reconsidering that. We can bring this back, guys. Coming up, uh, we'll have more music, and uh, we'll talk about this a little more 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
So before the break, guys, we were talking about Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and his stance on kneeling. Plus, uh, Jerry Jones also said that he will let the Cowboys play in front of fans during the pandemic. The fans will purchase tickets and pods, which will be clustered social distance seating. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. And Steve, before we went to break, you were talking about how the players do have a lot of respect for Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones will go to battle for his players. So he's kind of stuck. in. The yeah, middle. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say any names. Mm-hmm. But I've talked to more than a lot of Dallas Cowboy players. And all of them said, Steve, you don't ever hear nobody saying nothing about Jerry Jones as an owner because he's a player's owner. He takes care of his guys, man. He go to war for them. He said, there's some guys that wouldn't have NFL careers if this man didn't go and fight for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's helped some players, man. And they told me a lot of specific examples. I'm not at liberty to say, but I, Jerry Jones seems, he, he strikes me as a really, really good dude. But he's an old guy, and he has to deal with the business of being in the NFL and and his understanding of the players and what they're going through. Yeah. Er, everybody with money knows racial injustice. Everybody yeah. got money know that. And seems like they, they, know they would just acknowledge it. And no, we don't want that no more, Shirley. Ain't no more we working on it. That's well, what, something, if they I want them to saying. stop kneeling, yeah, acknowledge it and, and work towards change. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve and, of course, Jay, you love movies. Uh, here's some information um, for your friend on the the dude on the porch down the street, across the street. Just sit up. All right, yeah. So listen to this. Months after being closed due to the coronavirus pandemic, AMC movie theaters are finally set to reopen on August 20th. Mm. All right? And then to celebrate, AMC Uh is offering movie tickets for 15 cents, Steve. No, they got movie tickets down there, 15 cents. (laughs) What? How much? They got movie tickets down there, 15 cents. You can get Corona on the discount. (laughs) (laughs) If you go down there. (laughs) You ain't lying. Yes, he's right. 15 cents. This was the initial cost of attending their first U.S. Open of AMC theaters back in 1920. And the movie company wants to celebrate that uh, and commemorate that during their relaunch after being closed during the pandemic. What I think. Huh? What you mean? What I think? Yeah. What do you think? Fifteen cents. What, what do you think the about movie? the movie? Would you go? Yeah. Oh. Would you go? Would you go? My head, I ain't going. They ain't, they ain't checking no temperatures or nothing, did they? <laughs> <laughs> no, they just taking your fifteen cents. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. you go on and out. Who's serving the popcorn? Probably <laughs> <laughs> <Holly>, nobody. Huh? <laughs> Show you going to? <laughs> now you might go. Depends. <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't gonna make that one. Huh? <laughs> That's how they beat them. Yeah. That's how they beat. Say what now? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold, hold on. What's that? Turn your mask. Cut that damn TV down. <laughs> oh, cause you can't. I'm top cross street. Go ahead, man. 
<laughs> Social distance. <laughs> you gonna go to the 9.30 show. <laughs> I'll still be sitting on the porch when you come back. Tell me what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, man. I went and I go tell Hey man, hey, take your mask off so you can hear me. <laughs> Stay uh, over there, though. Uh, <laughs> take your hey, hold on, baby. I gotta go bathroom. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> that is dude on the porch, ladies dude and gentlemen. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and uh, <laughs> it is the last break of the day. Remember, if you got a big butt yeah. and you put a sweater over it. You yeah. still got a big butt, okay? Yeah. You still got just a, big a warm, butt. it's just a warm butt. That's all. We'll have some closing remarks uh, from Steve Harvey coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the week and of the day this Friday. Uh, 81 days. Man, this time is flying. Cutting it. 81 cutting it. days. Yeah, until oh, Election man. Day. That's November a good number 3rd. to have. That is a great number, right? Yeah, I love 81 it. 81 days. Uh, go to vote411.org hey, to register. let me ask you all something. Mm-hmm. Are you all getting a sense from people that you know mm-hmm. that they're really angry enough, that they're really engaged enough to want to get to the polls? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, am, I am, Steve. I am with yes. the people yeah. I, I've talked to. No, I'm not to asking yet. about you. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in general, the no, people yeah, you know I am and getting stuff, that what's, what's the sense you're getting from people? They're excited, especially with Kamala Harris being picked. That really, you know, took it over the top that as well. people up. People, yeah. yeah, people are fired up about voting. They really but are. But you know what? I don't see, I still don't see the youth fired up. I don't see that. Really? I don't see the kids in I don't. I, I don't so see So when you go to school, you ain't 20s. seen none of them when you're in there in the virtual learning class? You ain't seen none of your co-workers? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Why did he cuss at you, dog? I almost said something. <laughs> <laughs> I we but I've not seen it from the youth. <laughs> I almost forgot. Well, then that means we have to do more to con- to convince <laughs> them. They are, this they is are important. definitely fired up. Yeah, this is important. Yeah. If are, that's man. not the case. Those are the yeah. same kids that were marching. They're going to vote. And people have yeah. an attitude that it doesn't matter what you do, Trump. We are going to vote. And yeah. we're going to vote you out. We're determined mm-hmm. that you have got. And he knows this. Mm-hmm. He knows everybody is against him. Everybody. I mean, you got I'll a little pocket of people who are on his side. Yeah. But he uh-huh. feels with it. Them. Yeah, he knows. It. Yeah. He feels mm-hmm. it. You're yeah. right, Jay. And yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what, Steve, yeah, the people feels that it. I hang around, my friends, the frustration, you know what drives people to the polls or what 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 issue are they going to be voting on for my friends? It's the pandemic. It's the mm-hmm. fact that Dang. these children are not in school. Way this has affected it. a lot of people. Unemployment. Oh my the gosh. fact that they have to find child care. I have friends mm-hmm. who are teachers yeah. who have to send their kids to school because mm-hmm. they have to go to school. Even if the kids are online work, uh, doing virtual class. The teachers still have to go to work, so they got to go to the class to yeah. teach the kids online. So they right. have to send their kids to school, and you had no plan for these kids. None. That's the what, that's so, the issue, Carla. I'm the you, lack that, of leadership. My, my crew. Yeah. The that's lack the of issue. leadership. But you know the what? I think Carla is absolutely correct, and that's that suburban no, mom no. crew 
that he's mm-hmm. trying to desperately appeal to now with the term with the with the uh, scare tactic, yeah. which is all he knows how to do: intimidation, right. divisiveness, right. scare tactics. Mm-hmm. He's saying that I'll keep your suburbs safe. safe. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. those people that's in those inner cities rioting and looting. I'm right. the law and order president, and I'll keep your your suburban your suburbs safe. Yeah. Here's what uh, Mr. Living in a Bubble doesn't know: there are a tremendous number of black people that live in the suburbs. A lot, yeah, <laughs> a lot. That's we not already. the fear. Yeah. See, he's yeah. creating a fear. Mm-hmm. Nothing's creeping into the suburbs. Wow! That if you have crime in your city, you have crime in your city. Yeah. I just think that I think also that those young people that were involved in uh, that big drive for gun control, mm-hmm. that shooting that occurred down in Florida. Yes, mm-hmm. back on Valentine's uh-huh. Day. A couple I re- ago. those yeah. those children are of voting age now. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Yeah. They have not forgotten. Oh, They've no. stayed in touch because see now remember back then. It was, Parkland, what are you going to do about the guns? Yeah. Parkland. Yeah. And now yeah. it, it was a big fight. Well, mm-hmm. all that's diminished because what took over the fight was Corona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Corona came and allowed us to see Aubrey and Floyd die at mm-hmm. the hands of racists. Yeah. Yes. And so now, we yes. right, that yeah. we came back. But those people are still there and still angry. And Carla is absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. These people that are sending their kids to school, and now there's 100,000 mm-hmm. new cases in these schools, and children are going to ICU because oh, you said if you don't open these schools back up, I'm not going to fund you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said that. I'm gonna tell he you wants- another area. I'm gonna tell you another area that he's gonna have issues with too: college universities yeah. these kids let me tell you something about sports these yeah, kids, now there you go. These kids yeah. I'm, par- I'm a parent yeah. of an athlete tommy's parent mm-hmm. of an athlete these athletes right. you had no plan for these kids to play in high school college mm-hmm. their careers these people these kids train l- a long time right. to right. play ball right and you have yeah. nothing they can't trump, go to school and all he does is distract and deflect You're right. trump distract. has managed he has managed he has managed to affect oh, everybody, everybody in a negative way yeah, yeah. everybody and, everybody that listen. might vote for and him Steve, has been affected Steve, in a negative way i want to ask they're not going to vote for him yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I'm not trying to be funny. Please don't take it that way. But I want to know what your rich friends think. I do. That's funny. Bro. Well, see, no, here's I'm not, the deal. I'm, not, I'm really not trying no, to be funny. No, I no, no. See, listen, man. Corona has affected everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The black, the white, the Asian, the Latino, the rich, the poor, poor. the have and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. Corona has been the ultimate equalizer. Yep. Because people with money have been dying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so there is a concern. Mm -hmm. Now, rich friends that I talk to, Mm -hmm. they can't stand Donald Trump, even the ones who voted for him. I've had a conversation with rich people going, yeah, I voted for him because I'm a conservative man. I needed certain judges in there and stuff. Mm -hmm. He said, but the things he's done to this country morally they say, I'm not sure we can recover, and I'm not going to vote for this guy again. 
Let's go, y'all. Let's vote. Yeah. Gotta vote. Vote411.org to get all your voting information. Absolutely. 81 days he knows left. He knows 81 days. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.